shit, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing out there? This is Intergalactic Interviews, and this is episode 138. How are you doing, folks? Are you having a good week? We're having a tremendous week. You know how I can tell? Because I haven't stopped drinking since the last time I talked to you. Fantastic, he says. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this right now, you're clearly aware that there are some major cool fucking things that are happening on July 21st, which is the Rocket from Russia Festival. And, uh, of course, last week we had the amazing Isotopes and Evan October stop by. And today we have a gentleman who is duly amazing in so many different ways. And when I say duly, I mean plural. By plural, I mean multiple attempts and successes and achievements. Ladies and gentlemen, he's a, uh, uh, actually, I can say this. We've been friends for a while. Yeah. And uh, your success is just knowing no bounds recently. Look at him. He's a fantastic. He's one of the <laughs> best free agents in the game. Recently signed. Amazingly. He's so good. We love him. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Dan Garrison of The Core and The Real Mackenzie's. Yeah. How'd you like that uh, pop on the... It's really Z's. great. I wouldn't stop. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Puff piece. It's good. In my heart, I was like, I'm listen to I, it when I try to fall asleep. Yeah. Should I pop that? Should I pop that Z's at the end? How you doing, my friend? Good. I'm so happy to have you on the show. Uh, C. Martin and I were talking about this uh, last week, rolling into this, and we're like, it's going to be fucking fun. I've been stoked for this, like, basically circling the calendar since we booked this. So I'm pretty fucking That's excited. Awesome. I'm honored. Before we get going, though, I think we should let everyone know about an amazing opportunity. First one I think I would let everyone know about is the fact that if you are available uh, to check out a computer or maybe a handheld device, any kind. Still, we're not Still a computer. Yeah, we're, we're not too worried about that. You can check any kind you like. I would go over to floathouse.ca. Why would I do that? Because that is the premier isolation tank destination in the lower mainland and now northern America. I could say, because we're actually expanding. Into, and I say we, I mean them. Expanding into uh, Big Washington Show is there. State. That's yeah, amazing. And Alberta. And oh my God, we're growing. It's amazing, folks. You will love it. What I'm really trying to tell you, though, is it's an amazing experience. What kind of experience? Isolation tanks. What is that? Well, it's simply the ability to unlock the mysteries of your mind. What? Okay. Or It, it does help just, with that. It does, yeah. <laughs> or, or you could just relax. You can definitely just relax if you want. Okay. If you want to just relax in the tranquil nothingness that is blackness and just totally absorb your mind and focus on my voice <laughs> and send me your pin number. They're not in a tank right <laughs> now. Yeah. I think I'm being hypnotized. Yeah, what the fuck's going on here? Just focus on and you're falling deeper and deeper into sleep. Uh, but... Seriously, though, it's like, a, it's like a spa for your mind. It's so cool. It's like one of the most tranquil experiences you can do. And for 90 minutes, you sit there and totally relax. All walks of life do it. I float. We float. You should float. Check it out. Go to floathouse.ca. And our listeners, if you want to go ahead and check take 20% off of your next float, all you have to do is use our podcast promo code. That's I-I-podcast, lowercase i, lowercase i, podcast. That gets you 20% off your next float. What? That's an amazing deal. And actually... This is an amazing thing I just read today. This is extra special. If you go ahead in the month of July in 2017, in the future, does this not apply to you in five years from now when you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe they interviewed Dan Garrison. What the fuck? And you're like, yeah, bruh. <laughs> when you look at this, you, this won't apply. But if you listen right now because you're on the ground floor, God love you, you know. But uh, on this point, I will say if you spend $99, you get three floats. What? That's insane oh, because wow. floats are usually around $70. Ladies and gentlemen, 
So if you get three floats for 99, that's an insane deal. I would mm-hmm. definitely go and check that out. That's even better than our Plus, podcast. Isn't there like a code. float challenge right now? There's a float challenge. And if you use all three of those floats in July, you could actually win a full year membership of unlimited floats at Float House. Do you understand how insane that is? It's like that, a boat just floating all the a time. boat I, that is floating all the time. <laughs> I thought I like, the float challenge was like. I just repeat things. How long yeah. you can stay in there. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds dangerous. It's amazing, and uh, to be honest with you, I, I'm like super. Uh, I'm just super happy that they're a part of this. So that being said, go to floathouse.ca, use our podcast promo code, or take advantage of their three floats for ninety nine deal. You won't regret it. Can I they combine it. them? I don't believe you can combine oh, okay. it because that Does would the promo be code greedy. Use for those what I'm three? wondering. I don't know. Sorry, what was that, Dan? Does the promo code use for those three? Uh, I no, I don't think you can combine those combinations. If you do that. Only one offer at a time. The float house will close. <laughs> and we none of us want that. Jesus. No. no. Uh, but seriously, um, that is a matter of business. But other than that, we already mentioned Rocket from Russia. But if I can just take a moment and snap my fingers and play this ad and special message Absolutely. from Tim, Russian Tim himself, I'll do that right now. Hello, hello, hello. This is Russian Tim, and I'm here to tell you about Rocket From Russia Fest, which is happening in Vancouver on July 21st and 22nd at the Media Club. This fest is a celebration of local punk rock scene, and it will feature 12 great bands. Isotopes, Ubic Idiot, The Core, Contra Code, ATD, Elsmere, Anthems, Shockload, The Dead Hits, Scales, and Eater, and my band called Russian Tim and Pavel Boras. Two-day pass costs you $20 and is available for purchase at myshowpass.com slash RocketFromRussiaFest. And single ticket is $15. Rocket From Russia Fest, July 21st, 22nd at the Media Club. Wasn't that amazing? You can hear it. Russian <laughs> Tim. I know. It's so good. Isn't he the fucking best, though? Seriously. I do like Super Russian rad. Tim. Is he coming on? He's supposed to come to uh, probably the week after the festival, I think. Oh, okay. I think that's what the plan is. i got to check the schedule to confirm that. But he's supposed to come on in a couple weeks. But uh, Rock from Russia Fest is going to be amazing. Uh, but there's been some pretty amazing stuff going on right now in your life that does not involve... Uh, Canada. You just came mm-hmm. off like four months in Europe, right? Well, we started in in March, uh, but that was Canada and the States. And oh, how we, could I forget this? Because I actually, to, uh, yeah, I actually know this because my older brother, G-Tone, drove that tour, right? Absolutely. <laughs> that was an awesome time. <laughs> G-Tone is a menace. I when, love him. When Evan best. October last week was like, he's like, yeah, I drove the real Mackenzie's once. I was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, it's uh it's an experience. They yeah. they they love to enjoy themselves. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude. And he's like <laughs> he's like your brother G-Tone would probably do really well with that. I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, he's like you got to be the harbor master essentially and guide the ship and keep things going. How yep. would you rate G-Tone's driving performance? Driving was amazing. Amazing? Yep. How would you rate his uh handling performance? And by that I mean group handling. Like a hey, group, we have to, like we after have, the show is yeah, over, we have to go here. Everybody's <laughs> in their bunks. Yep. Oh wait, no, we're talking about something else. Yeah. Um, no, it was great. 
great. It uh, let's get a rating. You get, out of you, get a, you get a you get a bunch of people that are just pissed up all the time, and <laughs> you can either handle it or you can't. Mm. No, G Tone was great. Luckily, G Tone's from Kenora, Ontario, and he was like, "Hey, this is I grew up with this entirely my whole life, so that's no change or transition whatsoever." There wasn't a super lot of like negative stuff that happened on the road, especially on that yeah. trip though, too. So it was good. Like nobody, nobody went running off and you couldn't been, find everybody. And, well, you've been with the group for like two two years now. Yeah. So real Mackenzie's for everyone at home. You uneducated fucks. Read a book. They are like probably the most popular Canadian punk band, you know, this side of uh, this side of that side. SNFU out there. There's like some propaganda. Propaganda. No right. means no. No means no. Well, you're a humble guy, so you're SNFU. obviously. I, I think I started this with SNFU. Anyway. I'm going to say SNFU one more time. Okay. You know, and Chai Pig. Well, it's just fucking, yeah. Okay. Obviously, the. The names are like big out there, but you guys are seriously like how many years now? Like three three decades? Is twenty five years. Twenty five years. This year. Twenty five years this year. Twenty fifth anniversary, yeah. right? I said three decades, but I just know it's gonna go forever. That's why. Yeah. Um the idea though behind the band is that it's like this Celtic themed group. Yep. And this year I I was like, Oh, G Tone, you're driving Rue McKenzie's, that's gonna be pretty wild. And he's like, Oh yeah, it's gonna be fun. And then I looked at the schedule and I was like, wait a minute, are you guys performing on St. Patrick's Day? He's like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck was that like? What Do you remember this year's show on St. Patrick's Day? Do I? Yeah. Um, I was doing double duty with the Isotopes as well, too. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, I was still drunk, but I wasn't like me happy drunk. <laughs> so, like, I still drank all day. Yeah, working but drunk. I had working two, drunk. I had, I had to play two sets. So, in between... As soon as the topes are done, I throw on my kilt and then just hit the stage again. Fuck yeah. So I got dude. fucked up after, but uh, I didn't I didn't black out until after the show. I on just so tragically. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. For all those disappointed alcoholics that are listening, I get it. And no, I'm sorry. I, I, I totally get it. You know, you guys try your best out there. You can only <laughs> drink so much. That's no, fine. Yeah. I you, know you can't you can't drink all day unless you start in the morning. That That's is a right. fact. Have you been drinking all day today? Yes. What were you drinking today? Uh, vodka and root beer. Vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask why root beer and vodka? Because like that's not a usual orthodox choice. Well, I was I was doing a bunch of stuff just around town today. And, drugs uh, stuff is drugs. Well, so. you know, agree to disagree. I guess. Okay. Okay. No. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, there was there was an AW there, and I was like, I I got this Mickey of yeah. vodka in my backpack. Can let's, I get a cup of ice? Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> it worked. It was amazing. That's pretty sweet. It was great. I've never had vodka and root beer, though. I don't know if I have either. It was awesome. I used to put... Uh, there used to be, like, green slushy at, a, like, a shell station. You mean Slurpee? No, 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 no. I, no? Call, I call them slushies, too. Really? They're slushies, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. yeah. Slurpees right. are, like... Go back to Springfield. I mean, it's a trademark term, but... Yeah. <laughs> go back to Springfield. Or is that a squishy? Squishy. Oh, fuck, I don't know what the fuck. Jesus it Christ. Jesus Christ. Come guys. on, man. What kind of fucking show is this? Third, third rate, second overall. The award winning Intergalactic Interviews. You can't mess up Simpsons stuff. <laughs> the award That's missing. It. The award missing Intergalactic <laughs> Interviews. Um, what I was going to say, though, is uh, I, tried, uh, I tried this like green slurpy, slushy, whatever the fuck. Allegedly. And, Does uh, that make you happy? Yeah. <laughs> it makes me feel a little better. Yeah. That's good. That and tequila. 
and uh, I was like calling it the Incredible Hulk. Mm. It just brings the monster out of you. You're just like you get it like fucked up, like Lime Crush or something. I must have been. I'm thinking it must like Mountain Dew, but maybe not. Mm. That's the first time I ever drank was uh, was gin in a Slurpee. First time the ever. The first time oh, I ever awesome. like. How old were you? Uh, I don't know, like 16, 17. I was a late starter. You're a bloomer. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, I don't recommend it. Gin and a Slurpee. Gin and a Slurpee. I think I'm more amenable to gin now, but at the time, I really did not like gin. Are you... Uh, I love gin. You love yeah. gin? Yeah. What kind of... What's your favorite gin? Uh, Victoria gin. Victoria. We had uh, Philippe Grambois on here, and he's a good friend of ours, a friend of the show, and he had... Uh, um, he's like a... Really, really successful, like, uh, uh, restaurant bar developer. He's, okay. like, opened, like, 36 different restaurants. Good guy. And uh, he just recently won, like, the Georgia Strait Best Bartender. Oh, and, like, nice. and we're like, hey, where can you, where can we find Where him? does he bartend? <laughs> right. And I was like, where can we send people to get you a bartend? He's like, oh, at this point, you'd have to, like, hire me in your home. So like, <laughs> like a bit of a, he was a bit of yeah. a mercenary. Yeah, it's total mercenary, like drink mercenary. But he slanged us drinks here. So he's like Alfred from Batman? Just like a hey, y'all. Yeah, he's totally like an Alfred from Batman. Yeah, That's awesome. Just like this hey, y'all you brought me. And uh, I think you brought PBR for C-Mart and yourself, right? And What are you drinking? Uh, hey, whatever the, the next grab whatever is. I love that it's a rando grab yeah. out of the bag. You got to mix it up. Thank you very much for bringing drinks. <laughs> I can't believe... Our I'm just glad we're allowed to drink in here. Can we do that kind of worried me. Do whatever we want. It's okay. That's one of the reasons I was drinking all the time. I'm a big fan. I'm a big. <laughs> I'm a big fan of uh, asking for forgiveness after, and rather than asking for permission. Ah, that's just a, in general. Yeah, I'm just like, hey, you know, like I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> to fit, fit the motif, you know. <laughs> Trying my best. That's why you buttoned up your collar. That's right. I was like, because you're going to ask someone's dad if yeah. that you can take their hand in marriage. I'm like, today. Will you understand me when I ask you the serious question that poses itself to you? Uh, yeah, why, yeah. I am actually engaged. <laughs> Congratulations. I am engaged. Thank you. I didn't say. Did that you wear me. that shirt? I did not wear the shirt. I wore a similar shirt. I wore a blue one like this. Okay. Well, that, that's okay. I was going to say you should wear that shirt. Do you think I'm a trendy fuck because I wear? I, I'm just glad that collar's up. And, you know, you gotta, you gotta. I don't want anyone to look at my neck. Well, no, <laughs> neck, neck is no, no go. No, that's not the real reason. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what the phobia of that is called. I no neck v- viewing like, of your just neck. Like, Would you yeah, mind looking like, that up? Like not, not, not looking at. Try. You don't like people looking at. That's your an neck odd one. Or like somebody. I don't know if that is a thing. I, Could be. We're gonna look. It's got to be a thing. Yeah, you look yeah, that up right now, and uh, we'll check that out. In the meantime, Dan, when was the first time you had a drink? We were talking about Seamart earlier, starting at First time 16. ever? Yeah, when was the first time you had a drink? Like, really? Like, drank to drink like, away from prying eyes? Because, uh, you know, like... Drink everyone, away from prying eyes. Well, This you is know. such a dark story already. I'm an alcoholic, <laughs> not a Barbie doll, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, my sister's... I have an older sister, and her boyfriend at the time... Uh, we were driving back from my grandmother's house. How old are you? 14. Okay. And uh, anyways, we're just driving back, and he was like, he was going to the liquor store, and he's like, do you want something to drink? I was like, yeah, I want something to drink. Of course. Thinking I'm super badass. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, well, what do you want? And I was like, uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade. Oh, yeah. Because obviously that name had been kicking yeah. around our, you know, junior high for a while. Yep. And now that I'm in high school, yep. I think it's time. And... Uh, so he got me this four pack, and uh, and I had three of them, and I was got completely hammered. 
But like in the best way. Like I didn't throw up. I didn't. But I drank them so fast. Yeah, of course. It was just because wow. you're used to slamming Coca Colas. You're oh. like, fuck. Here yeah, we go. No problem. Can I be honest with you? My first drink ever, I was 13, and I was also drinking Mike's Hard. That was my first time. Yeah, fuck yeah. That was so good. Wow. I, I had no idea we had that moment. That, mm. This is what sharing's all about. This is, um, this is how friendships last. <laughs> this, is, this is how you forge the bonds of brotherhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the, I the, also did the same thing. I was like, let's get something really crazy. I was like, <laughs> well, this one has the hardest name, Mike's Hard Lemonade. And they're like, oh, it's got to be gangster. And I'm like, yeah, they showed up. I had no idea it was maybe the most effeminate drink to come out in the last 20 years. It's something. Can I tell you this right now? So, hey, y'all, this is just iced tea to me. I don't taste anything no. but iced tea to it. But I know it's liquor-infused. Liquor it's a fusion drink. Well, that's I'll, where I got you again. No booze in there. In your face. Oh, no, yeah. I'm You're kidding. like, I'm a kid acting <laughs> drunk. I'm like, whoa, guys. It's crazy. Whoa, yeah. man. Whoa, I can see... Do I look pretty to you? Yeah. Man, the walls have grown weed, bro. It's like, yeah. that's like, dude. They are that? here, though. Yeah, they actually are. Those, Uh-oh. Like. No, we're not. Please, please do not look. Anyway. Uh, that being said. Wait, did you look that up? Yeah, so it's not a thing. Um, <laughs> there's a, How could it not be there's a thing? A, there's a fear of being touched, but not of people viewing. Like, I think it'd be a fear maybe of being seen Is this naked. live on camera? Can people see this? Right no. Now? There's, but I've, on this phobia page. Okay, what does this say? Can you just f- flip it to this page real quick? Oops. Oh, sorry. Good job, boss. This is a new technique, folks. Here we go. So this is like live on the page, yeah? Yeah. So what does that see? No, there's no like... Uh, Fear of pleasure. There's, there's no neck thing related here. That's weird. But like... But it'd be in Latin, so what's your neck? What about like vampire survivors, though? What about that? Oh, Vamp- just a, just a hard what if that's, on this. What if it's like <laughs> vampire fear? No, no, like but a fear of because of their neck because they've been bitten by a vampire. Vampire you know I mean? phobia is called sanguivorphobia. Yeah, sanguivorphobia. Uh, what does that say? Let me read it. Uh, Sanguivorophobia is the fear of vampires. The name literally means fear of blood eaters since vampires are blood eating creatures. Don't they drink it? Symptoms of sangria or dread. Symptoms of sangria drinking. Fear of sangria? I don't yeah, know. Are dread, thing. terror, and panic. Yeah. The symptoms tend to be more severe in developing countries. <laughs> <laughs> Just eat a lot of garlic. You'll be fine. <laughs> Why on earth would it be more severe? Is that because like they're Transylvania? Just, they're just like mm-hmm. not educated to know that. Like, hey, guess what? This isn't a thing. Like, you know, like you don't have to worry about it. You're like, no, 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 no. That's why they they call her up. That's why. That's why I'm worried. I'm a sanguia for sanguia. Sanguine, that's sanguine why that caller's up there. I get it, man. Dude, it's well, why didn't we meet? In, you know, that's why we we're meeting in the day. That's why we're meeting in the day. That's why I meet you in the day, day walker. I don't want. I don't want any chance of ever being bit. How's the drink situation? I can fucking rock another one if you got another one. Go in here. See, uh, Mark? Dan Please. Garrison, you're such, a, you're such a swell fella. People at home probably don't even know how we met. We met through the lovely Lini Bennett. Absolutely. Um, she's fantastic. Yeah, she's great. Uh, I produced her album, which is unfortunately just been sitting on the shelf ready to be released. It's mastered. Everything's ready to rock. And uh, we, we can't release it because we're just... Uh, you know, like her her situation is pretty tragic, right? Like people at home that may not know, uh, Lini Bennett is uh, the sister in law to Ryan Morissette, who we've uh, talked about on the show quite a bit. Um, 
Well, he's a very talented uh, folk singer songwriter. She's amazing. Uh, so so talented. Such a beautiful performer. Like amazing, amazing, talented writer. And uh, in the midst of us recording, uh, after actually after we had already tracked everything, in the midst of mixing, uh, she had got up one day, and the story she told me is she turned left, like just turned her head left, and she broke her neck. Yeah, she like couldn't move. Couldn't move. And she like, hit the ground. Hit the ground and dislocated her jaw. Like awful, awful, awful situation. And then spent a good like a great deal in the hospital. She yeah. was she, she was, was there, there for months. For months and, and, and it was it was pretty bad. And uh I mean she had told me some crazy stuff like to relieve the pressure on the halo they were providing her, they like took like a black and decker drill to her head. Like, she's like, you think there's, like, a surgical, like, medical process to this? No. She's like, they just took, like, a Canadian tire, like, like a impact drill and just drill her head. It's bad. It's fucking. Hmm. So, anyway, we had met uh, because Lini had pulled you in to do some session work for, like, some guitar work. That's right. And uh, I, I think right Wasn't away. Wasn't around here? It was a couple blocks from here, Isn't actually. Down yeah, there? my old studio here down at the by the steam clock. By the steam clock. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, I remember us having to pause like every hour on the hour. I like that like, spot, actually. Yeah, we had to wait for the steam clock to go. Mm. Do you remember? That was like the steam clock. Would, <laughs> it's about to go. It had a sweet rooftop. By the way, I just learned the name of that on the weekend. Totally unrelated. That's the Westminster Chime. Oh, because it's based on uh, the London, like the Big Ben. Really? Is that the first? Clock to I don't do know. that? I don't know if it's the first, but you know how the British are. They like to own everything. Watch we get this. It. <laughs> Real McKenzie shows canceled in the UK after critical yeah. reception from Dan Harrison. Fuck the Big Ben. Fuck this. Yeah. Fuck the Big Ben. <laughs> you know, you got to hate something. I'm just saying, the Eye of London, not very good. <laughs> Dude, this is like, you know, this is going out there. This is, Uh-oh. This is a third-rate show. You, you better wait. Uh-oh. Um... Let me ask you though, a couple questions. Yeah. So Europe must must have been crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, was your first time over there? Nope. Look at this guy, well traveled. Yeah, well, not really. What did the uh, border guards say? They're like, look at your passport stamps. You're, you're doing well for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> they give you hassle. They're like, no, no, this guy's been here before. <laughs> <laughs> we only got pulled over. We got pulled over twice. Uh, once in France and once I want to say Austria. Okay. But. Um, but it was make sure there's no human trafficking going on. Jesus. That's pretty reasonable. Sorry. That's, that's like honestly like what full on being fuck? like, hey, passports. And a lot of them were really, really sweet about it. They're like, yep, we're just, we're just making sure. You said Austria and France, but from your best memory, right? That, that's what it would have been. I know for sure we got pulled over in France, but that was due to like they're doing, you know, they see this black van with like German plates on it. Right. All the window windows are tilted, tinted or whatever, and um, so they they pulled us over there. They're like, "We need to see what's going on." I'd pull you over too. <laughs> I'd be like, "Look," because we went to Paris that day, and then there was that thing that happened at Notre Dame, like that day. That day, we went right oh, by it about oh, two minutes shit. after it happened. The it Notre was just Dame. this guy that being a fucking piece of shit, and he just got and they so they shot him in the throat. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Was the Notre Dame one the? Uh, is that the car that the? Is that the? Man, there's been so many. That's just how awful it is to hear about it from over there. But like the the amount of terrorist attacks are so frequent in the volume that like I don't even know the Notre Dame one. Was that the one where they uh, the car ran over the bridge on people? Is that, is that one or nope. the, the truck? No, it was. Um, 
from from me getting the information that day because we went by there, and then uh, and we went to the venue, uh, and I think it Buddy had like a, a knife or something, mm. or was threatening a bunch of people yeah. and just kind of like running around being an asshole. Um, yeah, so they Pretty shot. Him. He, but he lived. Um, they shot him in the throat. So <laughs> that's fine. Well, wow. reminds me of a Simpson quote. Okay, <laughs> nice. is the NRA one? Which one? Uh, it's one of the best episodes ever. And, the one uh, where he's Homer like, buys my, a gun. my name. No, they go to the NRA meeting. Yeah, and they go yeah. to the NRA meeting. It's like, hi, my name is Mo S. Uh, yeah, so young, some young punk tries to stick me up the other day. No, whatever did you do? Well, it could have been a really ugly situation, but I managed to shoot him in the spine. <laughs> I guess the next place he robs better have a ramp. <laughs> and they all just laugh. Nah, Moe's is lack here. I, so I've always been the proponent that Mo is the best character He's on the Simpsons. amazing. He's the best, in my opinion. Isn't he the most, like, unhinged, though? He's like... Why you don't like my bread bag shoes? Like he's just like the best. <laughs> oh, I get it, kids. It's it's my big ears, my isn't big it? Ears. <laughs> well, kids, I can't help that. <laughs> so good. I don't know. Moses always closed on Tuesdays for some reason. <laughs> and that moment, they realized they were no longer little girls. They were little women. <laughs> <laughs> Reading to the sick kids. It's wonderful. Fucking love that shit, man. That's good. I love that you have such a good, well versed understanding. Uh, of the uh, Simpsons, of the Simpsons. It's up to season ten. It's the greatest show that's ever existed. I would have to agree with you. I think there's what's maybe, it at now? There's a one-off. That's uh, twenty-eight or twenty-nine. Oh. I it's twenty-nine. That sounds there was, like eighteen there, too there many. Was a, there was a couple good uh, seasons after that, but I mean, so there was a return proper. to form. Was there not? Like for a bit. I've never seen well, anything. Yeah, like I, I just thought I heard that they kind of like came back. I, 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 I like the older shows. Every, but. every October, the only ritual I have been trying to keep in the last few years Treehouse is Treehouse of Horrors? I watch the Treehouse of Horrors from beginning to the end of the month. So I get to watch like once a day. It's almost like my own advent calendar. Cool. In a sense. And you I watch, watch it once a day? Like, well, Give I me watch, a call. I'll yeah. come over. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. Yeah, bro. That'd be awesome. If you're not like... You know, touring the planet like coast to coast. No, well, I was gonna go as Evan October this next Halloween. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. I'm actually supposed to go on tour in August. We're supposed to do Western Canada, uh, myself and Mizzy. Sweet. Um, uh, this art, this rap guy, this rap guy, rap guy, this rap guy, this rap guy. This rap guy. No hashtag rap guy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this rapper. I know it, we've been like best friends for a long time, but uh, we got this new project coming out called Clarity. So I'm supposed to be doing some tour in, in August, so see what's going on, but see what's up. You're only back for like three or four weeks right now, though, right? Yeah, we leave again on the 24th. Fuck, where's the first show? Ah, Great question. I don't know. It's <laughs> online. St. Petersburg. Here we go. <laughs> I, think, I think it might be in Poland. I'm not mm. sure. Nice. But Europe again. Yeah. You meet nice. me in Warsaw. Ah. Yeah, like that? Yeah. 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 This probably is in Warsaw. Probably is, too. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. Uh, I don't really listen a lot, yeah. but uh, no, they just tell me where to go. Can I uh, point out the uh, You Big Idiot song recently attributed? So good. Called <laughs> For Ronnie. Now, can we explain? I would love, I could easily explain this, but I would love to hear you explain this. This would make way more sense. Okay, well. Uh, <laughs> By the way, next week we have You Big Idiot on the show. Oh, so nice. This, this makes sense. Okay, so go ahead. So uh, it was the first, uh, I think it was the day after releasing the new album, the 25th right. year anniversary album. Which is great, by the way. So it would have been, Thank you. It would have been <clears> on <throat> March 4th then, I think. We played in Vancouver. Right. And um, Andrew Peterson, who plays in the core, 
um, basically at the beginning of the year, Giano, who plays guitar for the McKenzies, mm-hmm. he was just like, I can only do half of the year this year. It's like, okay, well, we needed to get somebody else. So Andrew stepped on board, and it was great. But, uh, you know, he already knew the songs and everything, so Troy and Jono and Paul and everybody, we were all talking and being like, hey, like, would it, would it hurt or anything if he just came and played, played the show anyway? Right. And Dan Stenning from the core plays in the McKenzie's now, too. Right. And so... Which is crazy. So Colin went to the show and saw this, uh, and then saw three quarters of the core there, and just and didn't tell didn't tell me or didn't tell anybody, but just got this idea. He's like, I, you know, like I hope Ronnie's okay right now. I wonder what that guy is. And Ronnie was there at the show enjoying himself, but uh, he's just like, man, it just felt so bad for Ronnie. I just want it. It's such a good. Like, and so, he, so yeah, he wrote so this. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's amazing. I think it's available everywhere right now. If you guys want to check it out, uh, they got, they also you big idiot got uh, everybody from the core. Uh, even at separate times to do backups in their on their new album. Do a bunch of gang folks. And their new album is amazing. I'm really excited for it. It sounds so great. I'm very excited for it. I like, you know, I like the classics. I like, like yep. Ted Dance and Ted Dance is playing. Yeah, playing, yeah. And I like, I like you know, to, the, to, uh, to that end, though, I want to say that with the core, my favorite song is Violet. Oh, okay. I cool. love Violet. Thanks. Are you a big fan? A violet? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'd be weird if, like, right? The way you said, yeah, you're like, like, no. Oh. Yeah, I, 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 I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. favorite. Yeah. Did I not pick I the right song. song? Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Did I, uh, is, is, should I have picked, uh, oh, Jesus Christ, it's losing it's right now. The instrumental fucking, that, that, like, one minute banger jam. That's like, Speed Force? Oh, Speed Force is dope as fuck, too, but it's not Speed Force. On. That one's, like, a minute long. And it's basically like this, right this like metal thing. But we didn't release that online. We only released it on... Uh, I, I think we tried not to release it online. Hold but on. we just wanted everybody with an actual CD. Pillar Assault, it. you fucking fucks. It's at the end of Pillar Assault. Oh. Is the metal thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But it's all, it's all comic book related. There's, of course. there's reasons. And, now we should yeah. talk about this. Being myself... For a while. Go on. <laughs> How long? <laughs> Just the right amount of time. Uh, I, I'm i part of the Boomsday Alliance, as is Chris Martin over here. Boom! And uh, the Boomsday Alliance, we tell long storytelling arcs. We don't put out uh, songs. We put out episodes. And we don't put out albums. We put out seasons. Nice. And we are sci-fi travelers on the spaceship, the Double Boomski. And it's owned Double by Boomski? a guy named Newbie Newbinson. He's this, like ultra materialistic quadrillionaire and he's just infinite wealth he's an amazing guy but he like curates a whole talent pool that is the crew aboard the ship and that's the basis of all our songs and that being said the core have an amazing plot arc and i love the way you guys put stuff together i'd love to hear how this came together because obviously this is just not an average like no story uh, idea so i want to hear this like what's going on we had um it was just um, I used to play in this uh, rock and roll band with uh, Dan Stenning as mm-hmm. well too, um, called Dead Voices. Okay, awesome, awesome rock and roll, really gritty. It's great. Uh, when uh, when we were done, I was just kind of bumming around and drinking with friends, and I was just like, well, you know, I'm a super comic book nerd, and I was like, well, I love comic books and I love punk rock, so, mm. and that was it. And uh, like the next day, I started writing songs and. 
demoed a bunch and then sent them out to people that would be interested in in it and um yeah and then got jj heath um being like hey you want to you want to record this are you the sole writer then of these records i've i've written most of the stuff but uh that was also one of the conditions too that stenning had he's just like yeah i I'd, I'd love to play in this band but like I write songs all the time too. Right. Is that going to be a problem? And mm-hmm. I was like, no, I want everybody on board. See, that's really important because, like, it seems more and more the modern ethos towards recording and writing is uh, almost like, you know, cause it's funny because we had Evan October on last week talking about the franchise nature, like, not just the, the theme, the baseball theme, yeah, but yeah. also like having like a core team, you know, like, it's so, like Evan uh, being part of that core. Not the core that we're talking about, but like the core members of that roster, so to speak, and then having building players around it that want to be involved and want to be you know part of that that theme, and then when you look at the actual band, the core, you guys, I was very curious on the dynamic because that that aspect I'm discussing right there is that like okay, like who's writing, who has the, because as a producer, that's what I'm looking at all the time. I'm like I want to know like okay, who's writing, who's this and this. I was at, with. Um with with yeah with the core basically i wanted a tribe i right. wanted um because that we're big fans that's probably that's probably the hardest thing to get out of a band is people that are okay with giving up their life that okay cuz hypothetically yeah, you, have to, like, you put it on pause right like hypothetically you have 8 hours to sleep a day hypothetically you work for 8 hours a day what you do with that extra 8 hours is going to define where you go. Right. And if it's, you know, it's it's almost too much to ask somebody else to do to be like, hey, do you want to be a part of this project? But if the if the love is already there, then then you can get everybody together, and it's it's harder than it sounds because oh, yeah, it's everybody's hard. dude. It's the hardest. Everybody's thing. doing doing their own thing, and that which is awesome. But that's that's where I, I like. That's where I want to talk a little bit about the collaboration aspect of it because the idea that like you're you're the founder of the core, mm-hmm. right? You're moving forward. The people that are involved, like we just talked about at great length about how three of the four members are in the real Mackenzie. So not mm-hmm. only that, but you're also you know bringing that that fraternal brotherhood into that and like these these connections are made. Ronnie included, obviously. In that. Absolutely. But, but what I'm talking about is like. The idea that there's this uh, movement, and if you want to get involved, you get involved, you jump on board, you, you know, you play your position essentially, and, and you just you grow with the group. Whereas, like, there are groups out there where, you know, very recently, I mean, like, even to an extent, like Real McKenzie's, at, like the, like the band turn, uh, the band turnover. We we're saying last week the Isotopes probably have maybe just as much. In terms of like, the isotopes keep going at this rate, and they will they will have more, more right? They will have more. But the and I think that's almost like kind of expected in the <laughs> like theme of the band, right? Like it's not even like oh, like we have to have the same you know, setup of people, but it's like it's bringing on killer talent that is going to flesh out these roles in the band. Like that's the that's the idea. Like like you guys coming on into the Royal Mackenzie's gives a nice fucking kick in the balls to like the whole vibe and group, the whole energy of the group. Would you it, agree? It, um, yeah. I mean, everybody's, everybody's kind of younger guys, but, yeah. um, um, and <clears throat> not speaking for anybody that, um, has played in the band, but they like, 
you know, they're like legends, like stuff. Fuck guys yeah, like, that, that's guys what like, I'm talking about. Guys yeah. like Bone, I think, is one of the best guitar players to ever play punk rock. Like he's just, and like, uh, yeah, there's just so many examples of fantastic players in this band. Yeah. And for whatever reason, um, for good or bad, you know what? It's time to, for people to leave or they want to leave and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But being inside, a, being inside of the crew, it wasn't a, it was a, <clears throat> it didn't take very long to feel like part of the team. Right. And like because, blend, right? Because Paul's just like, hey, yeah, you, you do your job. That's great. Let's Fuck party. Yeah. Let's drink. It seems like that. Like at, a, at an outside perspective, it seems like that. It seems like you guys are like so cohesive. And like the idea that like it's a super team mentality, like it should be like that. And, and like, you've, I'm sure you've heard about it or seen other things where like people come into groups, existing dynamics, and it's like arm's length. They're yep. like, oh, you're not, you're not a member of this like initial, you know, ground totally. floor. Essentially, it's not like that, right? You guys yep. are like so fucking tight. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, oh, you guys are kicking the balls to the groups. Like that's fucking the best thing ever. You guys are like jumping in there with this new enthusiasm and energy and like, why not? It's great. Yeah. Steel sharp and steel, my friend. (laughs) That's why people love the core. That's why people are like, you guys are, you guys sound fucking amazing. That's why you guys are great. You guys are bringing that kind of energy to the stage all the time. I love that. Oh, Ronnie's a, Ronnie's a big comic book uh, guy too. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so with him, with actually how he came into the fold, um, Peterson and Stenning and myself, we were sitting at Hyde, mm-hmm. uh, the place that he owns, and we were just having some drinks. And uh, <clears throat> my favorite Lagwagon album came on. Which uh, is? Which is Blaze. And okay. uh, I'm like, oh, I'm listening to it. I was like, hey, who runs the music here? And he's like, I do. I'm like, this is my favorite. And he's like, this is my favorite. <laughs> and I was like, brother! Nice. But anyways, um, <laughs> we needed a... We both had Mike's hard <laughs> lemonade. <Amazing. laughs> now there can be three of us. Um, yeah, and yeah, we needed a bass player, and he's like, I'd be interested in doing doing this. Same kind of thing with Peterson as well. We needed another guitar player. Right. And I was like, ah, I don't want to teach anybody how to play guitar or like teach them the parts. <laughs> yeah. Right? And Pe- I already knew Peterson could play, but I was like, ah, you know, I was trying to get... Standing and myself up to a level where we could start auditioning people again, eight hours, right? and yeah. uh, and standing was just like, no, no, he's going to come by and like jam. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, whatever, and I'm like, okay, this song is in F minor, blah blah blah, and he's like, why don't you just let me give it a shot? And he'd already learned every core song, and I was wow. like, Jesus, it was amazing. So it was like same pretty thing, much same thing with Ronnie. Ronnie came in there and he was just like, I'd like to audition for the core. I'm like, sure. So he came to jam and he knew every song. Ronnie was, approached you, yeah. Wow, that's, that's pretty. But cool we, like, too. we were already like hanging out as a yeah, yeah. a crew anyway, and he was just like, yeah, "I'd really love to give this a whirl." And yeah, it was just it was right. I think people are fascinated um, with that process, with the audition process, with the. It never happens like that. It ne- I know. Ever. I'm, that's why I'm. Those saying, are the like, first two examples I've ever seen it, and it happened in the same band. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's never like, happened. To that's me why before. it's so fascinating because like a lot of the time we were making fun of last week about like Gennaro Ben stories and i was oh, yeah. like i was like let's go right now with uh i was like let's make up a fake band background me and, <laughs> me and heaven all october made a fake background uh, let's, should we do that should we try this exercise yeah let's do it okay you and i right now we're going to start a, a punk band that's okay. that's already existing and successful but this is our backstory we're going to make okay? okay great okay so uh 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 i was uh i was at a minor threat concert oh, okay okay great and and um, unfortunately, 
my band, The Slivers, uh, <laughs> just put on hiatus. Right. Because of uh, uh, the bass player's girlfriend. Okay. Classic. Uh, bass player's girlfriend actually <laughs> turned out to be my cousin, but she had a great judge of character, even albeit through all, all designations and everything, but she had a great judge of character. And she knew you, and she knew you knew another drummer. Uh, you know, you know, a drummer who would be able to like maybe keep time with us. Maybe. Absolutely, maybe, yeah. absolutely. And and um, uh, fortunately enough, um, his dad's basement uh, hadn't been used in years, and um, and he had just moved back into with his parents. Um, but you know, he had a lot of he was working on some stuff, so mm-hmm. we weren't sure if we could get him right away. Right. But fortunately, Trevor answered the call. And uh, that call was actually picked up on a BlackBerry Pearl, and uh, it was, uh, <laughs> nice. and uh, that that specifically was important because you know it it spoke to his you know because it was 2016 when he picked up that BlackBerry Pearl what? call, and I was like, this guy is DIY as fuck, and uh, I knew I knew right away. And at, you know after um, uh, Sliver broke up. Um, you know, everything was like really like piling up. That's why we called our first hit song "Brick Breaker." That's right. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Okay, we just <laughs> rock it there. That's good. Well done. Thanks, ET Canada. Yeah, well See done. See you later. That was fucking. That was amazing. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, you really should have a song called "Brick Breaker." That's someone should. Sure. I mean, that's kind of now, now we have to. Yeah. Have it. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's Blockbuster in DC Comics, you oh, see. That's yeah, right. Fair enough. Who is your favorite uh, superhero? Superman. Superman. Really? So you're a DC guy. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I I love a lot of stuff in Marvel, but DC's my home for mm. sure. Mm. Yeah. I got to ask, though, like, why why Superman? Why not, like, like for me, when, like, I'm a villain guy. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite guys is Doomsday. Yeah. Not just because of the Boomsday Alliance, but, like, Doomsday. Like, I just... I don't even think he's badass. His backstory is fantastic. So if you read good. like Hunter Prey, it's 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 all there. Would you mind enlightening us a little bit about that? Okay, yeah, how bit. much time do we have? We got a, <laughs> as much time as you need to tell me about Doomsday's backstory. Okay, so um, billions and billions and billions of years ago, billions. So this is pre. There he, was pre almost life in um, the sector of the universe where Krypton was still basically a piece of rock. Okay. It had not given birth to any Kryptonians at all. Okay. So a very long time ago. Um, a spaceship came by, and basically this other, other alien was like, I'm going to create immortal life. Wow. I'm going to create. And he's like, I need the worst conditions, you know, around our sector and the universe. And he's like, that piece of rock, you know, like Krypton's just barely, barely coming up. You know, there's, right. you, you can't breathe. It's too cold. There's spikes everywhere. You know, lav is just basically, basically starting. Doesn't matter. You're living on Mercury. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, he's like, this is where, this is where we'll make this thing. So he takes his child, mm-hmm. um, sends him out in basically this protective incubator kind of, incub- incubator, excuse me. It's okay. A kind of Ruby capsule. Vodka all day. Yeah, it's okay. all day. <laughs> it's okay. It goes out, goes out, um, and instantly, once the protective layer over the the baby dies. Oh wow! They bring back in the tissue and they clone it immediately, and they keep doing this and they repeat this process for about twelve hundred years. Wow! 
over and over and over again. Now, by this thing, uh, by this point, the um, the tissue, the DNA tissue, has learned to evolve faster and stronger in each thing. So when they start making this thing, it starts growing almost because it has to, because it has to survive. But it's still the same tissue but with memory on it. So this being comes over and over and over again. It's memory infused DNA. Yeah. So yeah. Well, it's it's like an it's like an it was given a chance to mm-hmm. live, but it takes in. But as it's adapting, even instantaneously, it's going to kill the creature. But the tissue itself stores the memory. The so, aliens conducting this experiment, do they have the lifespan of like a humanoid, like a hundred years? No, 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 no. Okay. They'll uh, they probably live for about five thousand years. Five thousand. Oh, yeah. so this was just like this was nothing. This was like a summer this job. Is nothing to them. Yeah, this, yeah. Is this one is, person's this summer is like, job. Yeah. Here, I was thinking this is like twelve one fifth generations. Your life is one hey, seven. Is more, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean everybody's looking a lot older because because they were they were, you know, of course, twelve hundred years. And um, real, you know, and I think it was like his last like dying wish to see an immortal right. son. So. After it's throwing them out, so, and now yeah. there's like these, like there's some beasts going around, like this planet. It's weird. It's uh, but they're still sending out, still doing the same thing, and then they finally get to the point where now they don't need to send it out in a chamber. It can handle the cold. It can handle the thing. Right. Uh, the sorry, the uh, the lack of atmosphere. Right. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. These other beasts that can also that Krypton started breeding basically, um, they would come and tear it to shreds. And then it then it got stronger after that, and then it started killing these beasts that were there, and then so once for sure after it killed all the beasts that were around there, it came thumping on the door, and he's like, "I did it, I made this unstoppable thing." So what it does is Doomsday actually dies every time, but he can't be killed the same way again. Oh my god! So because because he's so adaptive and so. He comes in and he kills everybody and he's just sitting on Krypton for who knows how long. And then so technically like the first real Kryptonian. So he gets in, um, even though the the sun was a yellow star at the same time, not a red one. But um, there's a passerby of uh, like a satellite and um, it lands a craft there, like just for research purposes. This is years later, years after he killed his father and everybody else in there right because he's just sitting there he just he just kills that's all he does you know, right. just yeah. no and uh yeah he hopped on board and went around to some different places went to this one uh utopian uh, society this planet and uh, they got this being made of pure energy to take them down split them in half they put them in this almost unbreakable shell like he's not going anywhere and they sent him across the galaxy to basically orbit the galaxy. Got caught in an asteroid field, went straight into Earth, probably before humans were even there. Wow. And he's been digging his way out ever since. Digging his way and so out. So in 1993, that's when he showed up. Fuck, yeah. man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's something extra special about <laughs> Dan Garrison telling us that. I don't know why. Like That just felt... I was like, Damn. I knew some of that, but I, the the level of detail. See, you just here's gave the thing, that. guys: is like you can tell me what a vagina feels like, and I can tell you what Superman's middle name is. <laughs> <laughs> Did a lot of work in high school. <laughs> it's funny, Andrew. <laughs> this is coming from a punk rock <clears throat> punk rock killer, ladies and gentlemen, on the road. There's a, there's a highly doubtable chance. Of that, by the way. Uh, 
that was fucking badass. That was really good. It's a great backstory. Can I tell you, in 138 so how do you, episodes... How do, you, how do you fight them, then? 138 episodes of the show, I don't think I've heard it. I've heard a story so well told like that. Like a backstory explained so well. Oh, it's, it's a we great just, story. We usually get a lot of cliff notes. Okay. I'm to say. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying, Seymour? Well, I'm just wondering, like, so... Like, how do you... Traditionally, I'm not super familiar with the character, but how do you traditionally fight? So you can't kill him the same way, but how does he reclone himself when defeated? Or is he ever killed and then comes back? I think like he's the, killed. Uh, he's yeah. killed and then he comes back. Like oh, okay. uh, even when he was fighting Superman, it was a three-day battle. Classic. And, um, when it's he like showed, a Warhammer story. Basically, when Doomsday <laughs> showed up on the scene, the the rest of the Justice League that was actually picked by Batman, even though Batman wasn't the leader anymore. Long story. Sure. But uh, they show up and they just get manhandled by this thing. Superman finally shows up after three hours, three four hours. Mm-hmm comes down and doomsday goes to give him a kick and the kick just like superman's like kind of like ha that's all you got and then doomsday's kind of or sorry he punches him but it doesn't do anything so doomsday's never hit something this hard so then he gives him a kick and superman goes flying a couple of miles and every single (laughs) couple of miles every single every single hit that superman's giving him because he doesn't he's sworn not to kill again so Mm. he's hitting him as hard as he thinks that just might take him down like, not because he doesn't want to kill anything. So he's slowly but surely getting hitting harder and harder. But this battle lasts for, like, three days. And when they get to Metropolis, that's that's the end of it, basically. Like, uh, Superman's bleeding all over the place. And Lois is like, you can't, you can't, you can't stop this guy. Like, you can't do it. And he's right. like, yeah. I, I have to kill him. I, it's the only mm. way that's going to happen. And they run at each other one last time. And Doomsday goes down like this, and Superman goes up like this, and they hit each other. Hammer fist. And, just, Hammer fist, and yeah. that's it. And they both fall back. And then Superman's like, is he dead? He's, he can't see anything. He's like, is he down? Is he down? And Lois is like, yes, you did it. You saved everybody. And then he passes away. And they both die. But Doomsday's never been in a fight that big. Mm. So it takes him about three months, maybe a year, um, depending on which way you look at it, to kind of wake up. Because he was held at Cadmus Labs after that. But how does he regenerate? Is that just his nature? That's just in his DNA. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he like can bring himself back. Because it had yeah. been so I many see. thousands and thousands of versions of sure, that. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, I, I actually see. developed regeneration. So he's regenerative. Yeah. 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 In like a... <clears throat> he's like Wolverine, like, like you can't really kill him. Um, that was like... Um, like not the same, but like in the sense of like you can't actually kill him. I mean, you can. You can kill Wolverine a lot of ways. <laughs> no, I've seen... I, okay, so... And, but in, like, but it, it just depends on the writer. Because I've... Oh, I've, sure, yeah. Um, but, and so... I mean, like... That, I, for me, that, that, that gets me upset, like, that sure, kind of thing. Yeah. It's just like... I've seen Wolverine incinerated to his adamantium that, skeleton, and he somehow regenerates. Right. Uh, and like, that's or, in, the, or like, like or in like Civil the, War. I mean, like... He, yeah. He's incinerated. I've seen Magneto, Magneto attempt to extract... His skeleton sure, yeah. from his body. He did. He did. And he did. And I've also seen Magneto. I have the comic where he actually he kills Cable. Magneto kills Cable, which is fucking insane. Is that is that around the same time period? There's a weird X Force X Factor crossover comic I have with a hologram cover, <laughs> and it's fucking the weirdest comic. Anyway, anyway, but like Magneto pulls out all the machinery out of cable yeah and just eviscerates them essentially through it and it's it's like it's like old like 
Ma- old Magnus, like old, he's like super old, like like his, his hair is coming out of his helmet. Like this is before Age of Apocalypse. Must be. I'm talking like Marvel's so weird with all the alternative timelines. Yeah, it, that, that does it's, bother me. But, yeah, it's but, not, it's not really. Uh, yeah, it's not really like a timeline thing. It's just like somebody's is, got a really great story, so they'll write it yeah. in Marvel. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, so Cable had already dealt with time. What's the name of that series? The, the He'd already dealt with the whole Bishop. Days angle. of Future Past? Days of Future Past, right. So that whole angle, exactly. Dude, how good of a fucking guest is Dan Garrison, right? Like, I think we well, hit a topic that he knows. No, we're talking <laughs> intergalactic interviews, excellent guests. And that's what we're talking about, comics all day. But you'd already done the Days of Future Past. Yeah. You got no more drinks going here, bro? What's going on? Nice. What do you need? Bow. Whatever you got. Thank got the you. best wingman ever on the fucking house here. Uh, yeah, he'd already done like uh, the Bishop Angle. And uh, at this point, he was actually dealing with, like, do you know Richter? Yep. Okay, so he was, like, actually mentioning... When you asked, did you know? Did you know that he would say yes? Yeah. Did you know? <laughs> Richter is... Uh, he uses ex- seismic activity from his mutant gene. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I mean, I throw off his, his name, but, but you're right. And so Richter uh, was, like, be- being mentored by Cable at this point. Okay. And, uh, and then there was this massive fight. it's been a long time since i read it but there was this massive fight magneto shows up and uh it's like cable's on the cover so you're thinking like oh this is like a cable of course he's gonna win kind of like one of those kind of tropes nope and spoiler then spoiler magneto pulling him out i mean it came out in 1995 so <laughs> if you want to like you know spoiler gotcha so quick question then what do you think of wonder woman uh, Do you like it? I was supposed to go besides, see it yesterday. Besides the first 15 minutes, it was great. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I haven't seen it yet, but I just want to know, because I was supposed to see it yesterday, and I just chose not. I chose to drink instead and do an oh, edible. Mm-hmm. Fine. I enjoyed mm-hmm. some edible love. Um, I would love to know why you think the first 15 minutes are whack, though. Uh, well, children in movies is I, I will 95%... Mm. A bad call. <laughs> Unless it's like the kid from The Shining or the kid from Sixth Sense, it, they usually suck. Unless it's the and like Sam there's this, yeah, that's and, fair. Sorry, spoiler spoiler alert. It's it's the first fifteen minutes that doesn't really matter, and they're running around and like, you know, kid Wonder Woman is just watching other people train, and I just I'm just like, no, come on, the, uh, like, I, like I get it, but I, the I don't know. That stuff was pretty acting, cool though. It was cool to see, the like island. the like. No, I mean like the. Um, there's like a scene where like, it's like a pa- it's like a pan over of a painting, and it's all animated with like the gods and stuff like that, and it's like oh, when they're telling the story, yeah, yeah of that, that part's really be... really cool actually, and I actually saw that the was art. Neat. There's that was a neat. you can see it. I think it's on Art Station. I don't know if you ever go to that site, but there's a full. Um, the guy that does or that was involved, one of the guys that was involved in that, has a a breakdown almost shot by shot. Of just like a whole bunch of the, the scenes. Cool. On it. It's actually really, it's actually really cool. Um, just the detail of it. I was supposed to, nice. yeah, I was supposed to watch it, and I haven't seen it, but I heard it's like fucking really good. I thought I it was just, really I just, fun. I just don't like children actors, but like I said, that has nothing really to do with the movie. I don't it's, really just, like, it's just no, asking no, for no. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Cheesy, dumb lines because you're telling a kid because they're dumb and they can't read very Classic well kid yet. Move. And blah blah blah. <laughs> and, uh, anyways, but once that's once that's. Uh, what they did with Wonder Woman's character is what I think they should have done with Man of Steel. Because Superman's my guy. Mm. And uh, in no way 
in, I mean, maybe a little bit in Man of Steel, but zero in Batman versus Superman was he the beacon of hope that he should be. Yeah. I mean, this mm-hmm. guy looks at the human race like they're ants, and he still holds them above himself. That is a hero to me. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons why I think he's the best. And to have that much power and just be like, no, and f- no matter what, no matter who dies, no matter who's getting getting stuffed, he still holds that true. And he was just like, no, I will not sway from this. Uh, you are more important than I am, mm-hmm. and I am here to protect you. And I think, I think like, it's definitively, a good yeah. mm-hmm. the, the selflessness of characters like that are what inspire me. Mm-hmm. Oh, fair so. enough. Yeah, I thought Wonder like Woman that. was just yeah. paced. Uh, I thought it was paced really well. I thought, like, I know the Wonder Woman story, like, a bit, but not super close. But I really like how they unveil her power. They don't really, like, come out and say, like, how powerful she is. She doesn't really know at Yeah, that she point. doesn't. Like, you're kind, great, of, you're kind of learning love. as she knows. Yeah. But then, like, because there's a bunch of scenes where, like, how are you, how are you alive? But then you're like, oh... Is she that strong? Is she Superman? Because Superman is just like invincible kind of thing, right? Like, no, obviously not. But like, what I mean is that I think it's a well understood character that is known as being like pretty hard to put down. Like yeah. a gun, not not a, not going to do. Not going to do. It. Yeah, but it's like with Wonder Woman, I was like, mm, I can't right. remember. Question though, how much? Because I haven't seen it yet. So you you both have seen it, right? Yep. How much of the show would you say is somewhat skewed? Due to new understanding of feminist values and things like that in society, how much of that, like this "you go girl" mentality, like how much of that is that? I didn't. I. I um. It, it depends what you mean because I don't know. So if, you were just I, saying like he, I don't know be if as strong it, as Superman, Seymour. Like what the fuck? Like, I don't. That, I don't know. I don't know what you mean. Um. When uh. Was it a great superhero movie? Yeah. Awesome. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was yeah. a great film, right? It was. It was a great. It was a great, great. film. And but what were there think... were there moments in there where you're just like, uh, that seems kind of pandering to today's like no. modern. No. no, 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 not at all. She was just better. In fact, if anything, she was just better written than like she couldn't. I'm so like, happy all to hear the that. shitty she tropes. Couldn't under, she couldn't understand. You really get like the. This is why I think like the what they should have done uh, with Man of Steel in the same way, is because you really get the, you get the feeling uh, from her mouth, not from anybody else's, that she really really feels alone without saying that. Because every single human being that she talks to, she's like, "What are you talking about? Like, what do you mean you're waiting on uh, a peace paper to sign? People are dying right now. What's wrong with you?" Everybody, good guys and bad guys, she's like, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Why aren't we fighting right now when there's people being hurt? No, I don't have time to talk because I need to go solve this and take them out. And that's it's a beautiful, pretty badass. That's a beautiful concept. Could you imagine if she was like a literal interpretation of her name? If she was like Wonder Woman? Like so she was constantly like, what? Like in <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we take it. We take it. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I I can imagine. That sounds like a parody. Spider she's Sp- Spider Man sitting in the corner, there's a bottle of raid on the table and he's like, like, Oh my god, 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 oh my god. <laughs> She's just astonished. Batman's eyesight is poor. Not really bad, but poor. (laughs) He's He's like good at listening, though. Yeah, yeah, he's got a really good ear. The chicks love it. Just like hyper literal. Robin gets up super early every day. He's got 
Because you're like, what do you mean there's a peace pair beside? Yeah. Hey, he's like, so, she's like Hates wondering breakfast. about it. I wonder what bark tastes like. Yeah, what? I'm like, wow, I'm like, wow, what an inquisitive female. I'm very impressed. She definitely you. wonders a lot. Yeah. yeah. She's Super very well <coughs> thoughtful. Yeah. No, what she's I, not well read, but she's like well thought out in terms but of But that's the thing I think that um, there's a classic uh, trope in <laughs> media that I hadn't seen. I, I want to see that cartoon now. <laughs> yeah, Wonder Woman. Okay, sorry. I just I, I'm telling you, back to Spider Man, he's just in the corner. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. There's this rage. Just saying, nobody's yeah. looking at it. No. Nobody's looking at it. No one's even doesn't mentioned know what's, it. No one, he doesn't even know what's yeah. happening. Also probably doesn't like water. Yeah. He also doesn't like off and like Cinderella. Uh, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Jane's about to bang him for the first time. She like, she's like, come, come meet me in the bathroom. She, he like opens the door all slowly. She's in there, red hair, just sitting on top of the shampoo. She's like, oh, I just, I've been waiting so long, Spider Man. I love oh, you so no. much. She goes to light a candle at Citronella. Uh oh. Do like, they even dislike like, oh, it? Isn't that a mosquito thing? I don't want to get into the semantics. <laughs> okay, yeah. but bugs don't you like it, right? If, it, if anything, <laughs> we can all agree. <laughs> oh god. But He's no, there's like, a, oh my god. Yeah, anyway. Oh, I, just I, can't, I can't wait to have 14,000 kids with you. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. He's like, no, it's pretty, it's pretty simple, actually. I just implanted an egg sack inside you. And It'd be fine. We carry it around for a while. Wow. Oh, yeah, God. it's easy. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the better names that we could totally do this with as well, too? Okay. If, like me and Aquaman works at Marine World now. For Marine real. Marine Land. For real. Everybody loves Marine Land, except for real people. <laughs> He just like goes back. He's like, "Oh, Denise, it was a really tough day." And there's like protesters at his apartment. (laughs) You know, sometimes I don't wish I was Aquaman. She's like, "Don't say that, babe. Don't say that." (laughs) I don't even want to be Aquaman anymore. Yeah, throws it down. The Justice League doesn't need me anymore. Oh, what are you talking about, bro? They totally need you. That's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be an interesting movie. Do you think they're gonna do well? I think the surprising characters will be the best ones. Mm. Like, for example, everybody's going to love The Flash because it's awesome. Um, Everybody's going to love Aquaman um, because his story's awesome. And it's... uh, I love the story of Darkseid invading. That's huge. I think what they're going to do... Steppenwolf, who is... I think he's Darkseid's uncle. Mm. Um, Wow. uh, Anyways, he's going to... This is what I think is going to happen. He's going to come to Earth and try to get these mother boxes back, which are like not necessarily like sentient beings, but they're so then all the new gods like Darkseid and Steppenwolf and Mr. Miracle and all these guys, they even though there's 52 different universes in uh DC Comics, right. they they they're only singular. They don't they there's one of them in every dimension because they're gods. Right, yeah. And uh which is awesome, but uh which is much more infinitely expanding than what I would say with like the Marvel universe, where it's like there's a number of gods sharing territory essentially in one like multiple exp- like it's it's not as distinct I should say. And DC like, DC spent a lot of time and in and sometimes uh, making bad reads of it, but they spent a lot of time in comic books. Being like, okay, we're going to write this, cri- like, for example, the first real big one. The first one happened in 1952 with Martian Manhunter. Long story. But the second one was Crisis on Infinite Earths. And 
It wasn't, in my opinion, it wasn't a fantastic read, but some crazy, crazy stuff happened that explained and pushed all the universes together so that they could explain every single thing that's ever happened in DC Comics ever. They've done this about like three or four times now. And they wasted a lot of time and a lot of money to explain everything so you can go, so you can pick up a DC comic at any time and be like, I can explain when this is and what happened and why. And regardless if it was a good idea or a bad idea, the consistency is there. The continuity, forgive me. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. And, uh, this is important to us. And Marvel did that. Marvel Studios did that with their movies. And that's why they're so successful. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. And like, man, Winter Soldier was so good. So, oh, I, I love Winter Soldier. Guardians of the good. Galaxy was so good. You ever see, uh, you ever see Winter Soldier? No. Winter Soldier is one of those I've rare, heard it's really good. It's honestly, I saw Logan. Logan's really good too, yeah, but I, but just to speak on Winter Soldier for a second, Winter Soldier to me was so good. The action scenes were great, obviously, because like that's what the the meat of the film is. But I will say my favorite parts of that film were the the tense, like the tense dialogue between like here you have like an initial team that's working together and everyone's fine, but then you have the morality crisis of like whether exactly. or not they follow these resolutions that are being imposed upon them by the world governments versus... Is like, this all the Civil War stuff, right? Yeah. Leading I've read up, the Civil leading War. Up to, leading up yeah, to... I've read the to, yeah. Civil... Like I was working on a Marvel game for a yeah. brief period of time. Cool. And, uh, but oh, yeah, like, it's mention, gone. It, people that are listening for but, the first time, maybe CMART works on video games for a living. So there you go. No, but like... But I actually read the entirety of the Civil War event. Like all the side things, like all the like she hooks in there. Like everybody's kind of like getting dirty and... Uh, yeah, so like I kind of, it's the one event that I'm really familiar Fuck yeah, with. Yeah, dude. Well, that, that, that scene where uh, Wait, where Punisher walks in and Captain America just runs over, like, what's he doing here? And beats the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. And Punisher's favorite guy is Captain America. And he doesn't even leave after that. Mm-hmm. He just got his face broken by Captain America. And he's just like, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm I trying to say. I love that it's scene. It's actually a cool story. Like, it's a cool, like, idea that, like, the superheroes are against each other in some way. I think it's, a, but I think it's, I think it's a really, it, it's, you know, uh, all my nerd friends like myself asked me like, okay, who, who's side on Iron Man or Captain America? And I Captain think that was, a, I think that was a really easy call. Yeah. Because the third Robin, Tim Drake, even though it's in a different universe, mm-hmm. says it and coined it best. And that will never leave my thoughts. You don't stop monsters by becoming one. And what had happened, as soon as uh, Tony Stark started getting all these villains that had killed people on a regular basis, who registered on his side, that's when, that's when I threw in the towel. I was just like, nope, any of your arguments, they mean nothing. Right. They mean nothing. That's a good point. Now, when you say the third Robin, you mean like... Tim Drake. Tim Drake, but post-Nightwing... Well, Dick Grayson is Nightwing, and that was the first Robin. And the second one was Jason Todd, um, who was killed by the Joker. Actually, the story of the Red Hood. Um, it's a bump in a set for you, so I'm trying to show it. I just showed it on the video there. It's just like oh, cool. Set, and now you're going to spike it. Go ahead. But, uh, you know, the, the whole thing with, um, with Buddy in, um, or sorry, uh, Bucky in uh, Captain America, that... That's the Red Hood story. That's mm. when Jason Todd comes back, his yeah, sidekick dude. back from the dead. That's the Bucky story. The Bucky story told it again. 
Um, and it's still a fantastic story. Always. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Red Hood, actually, in uh, on our new album, there's a song called Empty Nest. And Peterson sings for Dick Grayson. Ronnie sings for Jason Todd. And I sing for Tim Drake. And it's about being trained <laughs> as a soldier and being left behind. What? Yeah. Can we talk a little bit about the core new album? Sure. Who uh, who produced this album? Uh, JJ Heath. Sweet. Okay. As a who producer, produced the last two? Yeah, which is fucking great. I love continuity. I like consistency. I don't know if you picked up on this theme. Already, Absolutely, but That's I'm great. A big fan of that. Um, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, ask you when people can expect to receive that. Um. Here's the thing. There, something's <laughs> happening in October that um, is going to go. There's like three different things that might happen. I'm so excited because I, I think I have been in this game long enough. I think I know exactly what might be. So I can't place. really. That's okay. Because I have no idea. Dan Garrison. That's okay. So, but I can this. tell you, uh, we can listen to the songs after oh, if you fuck want. Fuck yeah. Are you and, kidding um, me? Um, um, but yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, Wait a minute. Hold on. I just want to. I just want to ask this. Can I ask this? Yeah. This is freedom of the press. Okay, you have to respect this. <laughs> Go on. Jesus. Yes, fake I am circumcised. News. What's the big deal? It's fake news. It's fake news. <laughs> you know, a lot of people have news, yeah. but this is the best news. This is the best news. Uh, the news in October coming up. Mm-hmm. People will be excited. Yeah, I think so. It's there you a, it's go. A, it's a little bit. It's a more of. We'll have a little bit more of a, a direction, and that's what you call softball journalism, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Just give them, and like, will people feel excited? Like, yep. Yep. You're yeah, like, for sure. Oh, we'll stay tuned to October, ladies and gentlemen. No, they're gonna be excited. Yeah. No, I think so. I think people are gonna be fucking stoked. If, if you like comic books and punk rock, you're gonna be really excited. Ooh. Excellent. Yeah. How could you not be stoked at this point? Uh, I just want to say I've been reading. Uh, I've been trying this new thing recently where I'm trying to give myself actual like I usually downplay the fuck out of myself in my head about what I'm trying to do and whatnot. And recently, I, I got to tell you, I think I can acknowledge that I can read. Read you can play. read. I can no. I, like oh. I, I can read the play as well. Like that's what's happening. <laughs> I just want to say. If it's what I think it is, I think you guys are doing fucking awesome, and I'm pretty excited for this fall. Thanks, man. As, excited, as excited as you should be for a Treehouse of Horror Marathon at my place. God Fuck damn yeah. It. It'd be dope. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to go check out the core live, I would recommend doing so because they're not only are they fucking good, but uh, three of their four members will be on the road with the real McKenzie's for a <laughs> long goddamn time. So I would recommend it. Uh, and if you can go ahead and catch them. They'll be playing the second night of the two-night Rocket from Russia Festival, Friday, July 21st at 8 p.m. and Saturday, the same time, 8 p.m., at the Media Club. And the Media Club is a historic uh, venue in Vancouver, and it is going to be shutting down to you know let way to a corporate fucking restaurant or something like that. I don't yeah, know what's going sure. On. Which is whack, but this will be the unofficial... So where else can you get jalapeno poppers, though, right? All right, come on, come on. <laughs> Not in this city. Come on. Yeah, let it's going to be a massive hit. Yeah. Where else can you get a fear of vampires with sangria? Of you know, some kind of <laughs> it's not a bad name for you know, it. It's about like time a, we start shutting musical venues down because Vancouver oh, needs too to many. All the live ones, Honestly, all the live yeah. music venues. Let's get them out of here. I There's too many. I can't even turn around and yeah. people are like come and Ooh, play come here. here. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy I, out there. I hate the fact that I go out at night and everyone's like. 
come to my live show and I'm always like, oh, oh fuck man, you. Come I, on. No, no, put up a Joey's and Is a it, fucking. Uh, yeah, you know, I need a, one more Cactus Club. Yeah. Just Please. one more quick yeah. one. Or can Donnelly buy it? And just like put up, yeah. A bar. You know, you know, would be great is if another conglomerate bought it and then just completely eliminated the live component. Let's just like let, finally. Have you been? Finally, so, question: right? Have finally. you been to the Hard railway sarcasm, club? Have you been so. to the railway? No, but um, I talked wanna... to somebody who went and saw a live band. There. Okay, the and? first live band there. Uh, he said it was great. Yeah, oh, I heard wow. that too. Of what, of what they did, except for so you know when you um, you go through uh, to the back. Oh, and it was the, like this. Sure, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they move the bar back so two mm. people can walk at the same <laughs> nice. time. Nice, okay, that's which fair. is nice. How dare yeah. they remove the historical but, one lane? But, yeah. <laughs> but, but apparently, uh, apparently, it's uh, he said the show was great. They made the stage even bigger, which okay. is fantastic. Yeah. And uh, but he all he also said he, he's like, yeah, like you know, cheapest beer is seven bucks. Yeah, oh. yeah. I mean. If it's a decent venue, I think. I think, but that's you know, like what? that's because it's a business kid, and we're not running 30, the charity. Forty people maybe be in front yep. of the stage yeah. now. Yeah, I just don't know why they didn't make the stage in the back because yeah. then you like can come into a wall, pub and like, have some drinks, and if yeah. you want to listen to music, you, you can go, go into the, the back. Not only mm-hmm. that, but now would... you don't have to. And but he also said it was like mm-hmm. fifteen bucks to oh. get in for three oh. bands, which is okay. Don't get me wrong. I will. I will. I pay for live music, but. Then the the beer's got to be like three fifty. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's tough. I'll tell you what. I'm just glad they kept not, it because they uh, on kidding. paper they Me weren't too. on paper they weren't keeping it, and then I think there was some backlash, and they kept it, and I'm glad because yeah. it's a it's a good size spot because like I don't mean to comp- uh, complain no, 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 about I that think, booze prices, but I was straight edge for eleven years. And then and I, I turned twelve. Minor, I see your minor threat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I see your minor threat happen. I'm like, oh yeah, oh by the way, yeah. yeah. By the way, uh, anyway, funny, funny joke. It's a funny joke. Funny <laughs> joke. Ladies and gentlemen, 12. you want to go check out Rock from Russia Fest, Fest, Fest uh, Friday, July twenty first, and Saturday, July twenty second. It's amazing. The lineup is going to be crazy. The Isotopes, You Big Idiot, The Core, Contra Code, ATD, Ellesmere, Anthems, Russia Tim and the Pavel Berets, Shockload, The Dead Hits, Scales, and Ear Resolve Records. All the fam is going to be in the house, That's and we're going to be there. And guess what, folks? We're going to the pre-party that you can't come to. How about that? Mobile we're going to have a thousand drinks. That's you pretty can't rude. Come. Nope. That's how you. That's how you set set the tier classes. Okay. <laughs> this the scene in in band though. If I may, I know you're. I know you're finishing up the show. No, no, bro. But, uh, you have you have the floor, killer. The scene is everything uh, that uh, I've always wanted. It's in unbelievably Vancouver right now. It's unbelievably supportive. Wow. I and had a- Tim. Tim will tell you the same thing. Yep. Because when I first met Tim, it was a couple of years ago, right around actually. Because the core just had their two year anniversary mm-hmm. like a month and a half ago or something. Or two Congratulations! Ago. And um, but I was talking to uh, Russian Tim at uh, Punk Rock Karaoke that I went with Luke. Ne- yeah, yes. which he hosts. And he it just for a while, he's yeah. so good. I got like three of them right. It's amazing. It's hello, so hello, hello. hard. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> but uh, anyways, but he had uh, lots of and so it's like, hey, nice to meet you. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Chatted minimally. Then the next time. Uh, what you know? What's your band about? What's what's going on? 
these are my favorite bands. He's like, oh, that's great. Those are my favorite bands. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And then very, very, just by accident, just by playing shows, everybody, all these other bands start showing up. Like we, um, Troy from the McKenzie's was like, my buddy Ben plays in this band called mm-hmm. ATD. I think you'd really like them. I was like, cool, I'll go to a show. I went to that show. That was the first time I saw You Big Idiot. Went to both, like, ATD fucking ruled. You Big Idiot fucking ruled. I was like, you guys are, like, my two favorite bands in Vancouver right now. So good, yeah. What's going on? Then, like, just meeting everybody else, seeing The Greatest Sons play, seeing Anthems play, seeing Shockload play, seeing, like, all these all these guys, seeing Contra Code play. Like, I remember I saw them at the railway, mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, can I, can I, can I buy an album off you? Can I, I, remember, can, I, I remember, can I please yeah. do that? And he was like, okay. And I was like, no. I was like, no, this is, this is fucking, you guys sound like Bigwig, and Bigwig is one of my favorite yeah. bands. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. you guys rule. This is amazing. And everything that's everything that's happening right now, and everybody's kind of coming together, and it's, oh, man, I forever, forever playing music is just, I want to be part of a scene, and it's happening right now. I had the... I had the opportunity to discuss with Tim when we were setting up these shows, this like last week, this week, and next week's shows before the uh, the festival, and um, you know, because we're like promoing this in a way that like it's kind of funny. We were talking off air. It's like the funny thing about this show is like this shit will sell out, like without like totally. It's, it's funny to say that and know in your heart without a mm-hmm. doubt it will hundred percent show up. Like like it'll definitely sell out. Like for sure, we'll be there. We'll be in house, but. Uh, like you guys should definitely jump on it. We're going to be throwing event tickets in the description of the episode and uh, the clip on Facebook as well if you guys want to check that out. But uh, I think you should know this. When we were talking about this show being put together, Rush and Tim and I had kind of a moment on the phone where we were discussing things. And uh, I told him, you know, I I won't lie. I, I'm self-aware enough that I know that uh, I, I joke around enough and I'm, I'm – I exaggerate things. You're a piece of shit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. as a piece of shit. You know, like Seymour says. Get out of my diary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, do it en- I do it enough that uh, I know that, like, like my level of uh, explanation sometimes is taken, like, almost, like, not seriously because I'm just, like, so joking all the time. But I will say this. There is a 100% feeling in my heart when I think about the scene and by that i mean this particular scene the punk scene in vancouver right now there is a particular feeling about this moment in this era right now where this is something that people live their whole lives to be a part of and you don't realize it because you're in it you don't realize that that you're actually living it until it's already done so i'm trying to like explain to people i'm like you guys don't get it like curated shows like this where like there's 10 12 bands that are like 12 bands yeah motherfucking back to back to back to back to back to back like that where it just lays out just insane lineups where everyone is talented everyone's a motherfucker everyone is just like the top at the game like they're just murder like the best there's no bad bands that are playing that's what i'm saying uh i I think i forgot to mention anteater as well too because they're awesome anteaters they're on the bill right yeah 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 because uh greatest sons Sons couldn't that's right they're not on the bill but anteater's gonna be like greatest sons is included in this conversation for sure absolutely uh elsmere as well too elsmere as well elsmere is playing for sure 
No, I know, but I'm saying uh, I don't think I mentioned them in my last little oh. rant off. It's so. okay. I think G Tone's playing bass for them, actually. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking uh, I don't want to break because that seems biased. Like, I'm just being whatever. But the, my main point being Great that, band. like, in the scene right now, there hasn't been this point, um, I think, in a long time where you can say, like, every single show you go to that's under the Rocket from Russia banner is going to be a fucking barn burner like the best show you can possibly go to that's what i'm trying to say and it's uh, all like like-minded people right and I, I know that i know that sounds yeah. sounds weird especially in like this day and age but having that many like-minded people basically it's about um being inclusive and not exclusive that's it and that's exactly there's it. no other scene that i've ever found where that is an actual thing mm-hmm. where it doesn't matter what you look like who you are fucking what you do you you come to hear live music and everybody's like cool man and that's it. Do you want to watch some live music? Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. And that's it. And if and the people that don't want that, the people that hang their noses a little too high in the air, mm-hmm. they're not welcome. Not at all. And, and anything they they're actually repelled by it because they, good, yeah, good. Yeah, Stay the good. fuck away because yeah. we don't want you there. Good, yeah. Fuck off. They're so repelled by because they're the natural energy of it is just repelling. Like they don't they don't get it because it's it's such an inclusive environment. And that's what I'm trying to say is like it's not just like the bands are the are curated so well and that the people putting on the show like like promotionally are. It's just not. It's not that it's just that it's so handled so well. It's the people that go to the actual shows. The the patrons of the show are so supportive of music, and we couldn't be more thankful for you guys to do so. So that being said, make sure you get your tickets. It's going to sell out. Don't fuck around. Don't wait. Oh, shit. Dan Don't Garrison, wait. if people can follow you online, how can they do so if they're so inclined to? Um, like via the core? Go ahead. Go ahead. At your, um, at your, at your request. The Facebook. The Facebook. The core 2814. That is the sector where Earth lies in DC Comics. Yup. Oh, That's true. Why it's the core? I love this style right now. Um, if you time. also, if you call the core the corpse, I won't be mad. You're just wrong, and that's totally okay. I understand. Wait, it's rocket. a confusing word, but it's called the core. Core two eight one four. C O R P S. I think if you go to episode eighty four of Intergalactic Interviews, you will find Russian Tim and I have an excellent debate about whether or not <laughs> it's the core or the corpse. I think. Is so. that an ESL thing? I think it's... Yeah, and to be fair, he's like, oh, sure it's the <laughs> no, but it, it, it's uh, it, it's ninety nine percent of people. It, you know, you read you read something that says C O R P S. You want to say the corpse in the description of this? I will be saying the core, and I will, I will write it accordingly. Pronounce accordingly. Like. Yeah, yeah. Follow us on uh, on Instagram and yeah. Facebook. Yes. What about Real McKenzie's? You guys are just a brand new startup, so like, I want. It's a new project, I guess. We've been working on, I guess. But uh, I hope yeah. it turns out. Yeah, I you know I hope it happens. I hope it happens. <laughs> I, uh, I I love your attitude, brother. I really do. I seriously I love your attitude so much. Um, that being said, Seymour, uh, how can people follow you if they're so inclined? Uh, not a thing. But I do have to ask, can we not give away some tickets? Uh, oh, like, if, uh, can we can we get two? <clears throat> can we just buy two and get them away on the show? We could do that. But I'll tell you right now, Russian Tim told me he's so concerned about this shit selling out that he's actually... He's, here's what but he I said. Thought if we're, His exact words to me is like, I'm, I'm so concerned about people not being able to buy tickets that always mm. go to the show. 
that I don't want to even give away tickets. So oh, okay. we're not doing any tickets. Okay. Anyway. okay. But okay. he did say he'll give away a Rocket from Russia t-shirt, which is okay, badass. I like that. Ass. I like that. Also. Okay. Your size, whatever, yeah. Also, as well, too, um, when I was in Vegas, I called uh, Russian Tim, and I was just like, hey, man, I think we should do a compilation CD because <gasps> almost every single band that is playing this has released an album this year or is thinking about it, yep. and mm. all have that. So there's going to be a compilation album of this show Ooh, from all unreleased material. Shut the fuck up! Is this? Are you breaking this news right now? I am. This is this is an October idiot. news. This is anthems. This is the core. This is uh, ATD. This is. Uh, I think I. Well, fingers crossed. Isotopes will put one of their new songs on. Fingers crossed. Contra Code will put it on one of their new songs. Like everybody's got everybody's got some new stuff. Yes, and, that's uh, pretty bad. And that's it, a sick deal. That will be taken care of by the end of the week. Actually, you're gonna Ooh. have to get Ev Ock on the phone. Ev Ock <laughs> is, is that a handle he goes by now? I, I threw I that know. at him. I last think you week. did it. Yeah, I threw that at him last week, and he's like, <laughs> "If he needs some sunflower seeds, I'm his guy." But, <laughs> yeah. uh, but besides that, yeah, he was like, "He's like that is the first time anyone's ever called me that." And I was like, "Ev Ock," I was like, "Stop near Ev Ock." Ev Ock. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be subscribed, if you want to subscribe to us, we would love if you would go ahead and do so. Go to iTunes and search us. Intergalactic interviews. We're also available on YouTube and Stitcher and SoundCloud, I guess. But I would mostly go to YouTube or iTunes and Stitcher and check us out. Leave us a review if you're so inclined. We are very appreciative of you, sir, Dan Garrison, coming to spend some time with us. I would love if you come back and join us after you return from your next trip. Anytime. I'll be and, back in uh, October. I will be saving a, a seat for you in my condo to watch. For Halloween. Oh, yeah. House of Horror. Absolutely. Yeah. Marathon. You want to do it. Uh, other than that being said, though, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for watching. We will see you all next week. Bye. <laughs>